building an indie business in the center of venture capital. I am Alex Edmonds, and this is Building an Indie Business Podcast. Okay, uh, let's get into it. Um, today, I'm going to be going over my workflow. Uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, what tools I use to um, to record the podcast and uh, produce the podcast. I'm going to be talking about the uh, tools I use that are related to the podcast, but you don't necessarily need them. Things that I use to do extra stuff for the podcast, like um, develop the survey, um, the newsletter that I have for it, or no, not the newsletter, but the thing I send emails with for the survey, not for the survey, for the podcast. Um, okay, so let's get into it. The first thing I do for the podcast, or the first service, um, is I take notes. So I outline the episode, and I use Simple Note for this. Um, I want to make it clear that this podcast episode is not sponsored, so I'm about to be mentioning a lot of services, so it's not sponsored for that reason. Okay, that's not why I'm doing it. Um, Alright, so the second thing I need to do after I take my notes is I need to record the podcast. And for uh, recording, I use Audacity. Um, this is an open source project. It's free. Um, you can also use GarageBand for Mac. But if you have a Windows device, I would go with Audacity. It's very simple to use. I have a tutorial how to start um, a very basic tutorial for people. So you can check that out on my YouTube channel. I'll, If I remember, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay, so once I'm done recording the podcast, um, I turn the audio file that Audacity has given me, um, and I turn that into a video file, and I do this because I want to put the audio on YouTube and allow people to listen to it on YouTube, so um, headliner.app helps me do that. I record the podcast with a Fifine mic, um, F-I-F-I-N-E, and then I have a mic stand, a generic one that I bought on Amazon to help me not have to adjust the mic. Okay. For live streams, I use Streamlabs. I used to use uh, OBS, but then I was having some problems, and now I use Streamlabs OBS. It's very good. Check it out. So with Streamlabs, you can only record or you can only stream to one platform. And to allow me to stream to multiple platforms, I use Streamlabs Restream.io. Sorry. So uh, Restream allows me to stream on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube all at the same time. It's great. For creating the transcript for the podcast, I use um, YouTube. So with YouTube, if you look into the um, like the editor section of the video, it comes up with a transcript for the video or yeah for the video. I take it, I take the file, I edit everything that's wrong with it, and I have these transcripts. 
I don't really know where to put them, but if someone asks me for the transcript, I will send them the transcript of the episode. Okay, now everything is done for the podcast. Now um, I have to do everything for the live episode. Okay, so for for listening to the podcast, I use Overcast.fm. And the reason I use Overcast is because it's built by one guy, Marco. And so I want to support another indie maker. I listened to the episode on the app, which is only available on web and iOS. Then Overcast has a feature where I can take little snippets of the podcast and turn it into a video file for social media. So on like Twitter, which is my main promotion platform, I you're allowed to have a video for two minutes. Two minutes. And so I create that video on uh, Overcast. And uh, I frequently forget to do this. I think I've only done it like three or four times out of 50 ep- uh, episodes. So, yeah. So uh, I forgot to mention that I use Transistor.fm for hosting. So what is a podcast host? A podcast host uh, allows you to uh, upload your audio to um, the platform and then it'll host your files so that you can distribute your audio with an RSS feed to all the podcast players. Uh, Apple, Google, Spotify. So through the RSS feed, um, people can listen to your podcast. And Transistor.fm allows you to, uh, gives you an RSS feed. Okay. Now that your podcast is up and running, you need to promote it. So like I said, I use Twitter and I do it through videos or I just, uh, I also do a tweet storm. So I'll, I'll take my notes that I've made, the bullet points, and I'll uh, do a tweet storm with uh, the bullet points. Okay. Um, the other services that I've used for um, the podcast, I've created a survey for the podcast, and the service I use for um, the survey is Typeform. So Typeform allows you to create uh, free surveys and um, the free surveys allow you to have 10 questions. You could have multiple choice, you could have write-in, you could have true or false, um, and a bunch of others that I can't even remember. But I used um, those three type of questions for my podcast. Uh, survey. For the landing page that I created for the podcast, I used Porkbun to buy the domain, and then I used Firebase to host the website. Now, um, in the podcasting universe or industry, I am considered technical or very technical and so if you don't know how to 
spin up your own website and do all the HTML and CSS, then you can use something like WordPress or Squarespace to, to create the website and it's just drag and drop. And then you could buy the domain with uh, WordPress or Squarespace. Um, I think they charge you monthly though. And for uh, BAIB-podcast.com, which is the landing page that I created, that is just a one-time, I think it was like $3, which is really good for a .com uh, domain. And then um, I also send people a summary of my podcast episodes every week. and I use MailChimp for this um, this action. Not a good word, but okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I use MailChimp to collect the emails. I use MailChimp to send out the emails. And the way I do this is I... Uh, MailChimp allows me to automate um, the email so I set it up and oh wait I I connect my RSS feed for the podcast to MailChimp then I set up the email I design it I structure it I style it and then I um, every time a new episode is added to the RSS feed it sends out the email whenever I want it to um, okay, it's a great service for um, someone who has a small audience. Okay, finally, I use Buy Me a Coffee to solicit donations and other things like that. If people want to give me money, that's the one I use. Um, I use Buy Me a Coffee for two reasons. One, Fajar kept telling me to use Buy Me a Coffee instead of Patreon, and so. I just made a buy me a coffee. Um, the reason why I've decided to um, use buy me a coffee as my preferred donation platform is because um, on buy me a coffee, you can, or people who want to donate can donate just once and that's it. On another platform like Patreon, you have to become a subscriber and uh, constantly give um, the person money which um, I don't really like it's a lot of hassle and then also on buy me a coffee um, you can just do it you don't have to create an account which is the exact um, thing you need to do to give someone money on patreon so yeah those are all the services I use to run my podcast um, if you have any questions uh, reach out to me I can help you with anything um, if you want to host an episode of the open podcast community podcast reach out to me um, we will talk about it all you need to do is record the episode or and send me what you want in the show notes if you want to want to write an article for the open podcast blog also reach out to me and I'll help you with that I'll create an account for you and you can 
um, have your blog post or write as many blog posts as you want. Okay, thank you for listening. Have a nice day. Bye.